Hello and welcome to Living Word Ministries where everyone is a winner. Join us as we rightly divide the word of truth. And, and, and maybe you don't understand all the fuss that the pastor is going on about. Maybe you've not been in a faithless hour. But when you are, when you, if you ever get there, and if you've been there, then you will thank the Lord that he was your strength, that he strengthens you when all hopes were lost, when every hope was lost, when every situation looks gloom, when every wisdom has failed, every provision, when I was having miscarriages, I, I, I said, if I had, you know, 100,000 pounds and somebody said, give it to me and I will solve your problem, I would have given it. In other words, money was no use. I just want you to know this God that we serve. I want you to know this Jehovah God. He is real. He is real. It's not fake. But our God is real. And whatever, He's more than able. Praise the Lord. So, because we know this God, we ought to do according to what He instructs us to do. Amen. Hence, we've been teaching on the fruit of the Spirit. Praise the Lord. See, it's not just another topic. What we're trying to, what we're trying for you to see and to understand and to apply and to live it is that the Spirit of God, that born-again Spirit that is in you, should bear fruits. And in another way of saying is, living the Spirit life. Amen? There is a Spirit life. The Spirit that is in you has a life that, is, that Spirit should live. And that is the fruits. If you are cultivating these fruits, you are living in the spirit. You are living the spirit life. Praise the Lord. So we've talked about love, you know, love, joy, peace. And what is long suffering? Long the suffering, the suffer, suffering. And long suffering. Praise the Lord. And I, I, last time when I, last Sunday, I realized I did two sessions on long suffering. It, yeah, 
thank you. I didn't realize that. It was long, so it took two sessions. But I, my emphasis was, uh, my emphasis is that um, I took a lot of time in this area because um, this area, uh, we fall short a lot. Are you with me? And so we must, we must endure and um, then we'll be able to bear the fruit that God expects us to bear. So the next one is gentleness. The fruit, one of the fruit of the Spirit is gentleness. Wow. Isn't that cool? Gentleness. To be gentle is to be kind, soft-spoken. Okay? So if you are gentle, it means that you should speak softly. And you should be kind. 2 Timothy 2, 24 through 26. 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy 2, 24 to 26. And a servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, able to teach patience, in humility correcting those who are in opposition. If God perhaps will grant them repentance, so that they may know the truth, and that they may come closer to their senses and escape the snare of the devil, having been taken captive by him to do his will. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. The servant of the Lord should be what? Gentle. And it says, able to teach patience. The servant of the Lord must be gentle to all. No, to Christians only. To all. To everyone, whether he's a Muslim, a Hindu, an idol worshiper, um, what do you call an atheist, just be gentle. Gentle to people and able to teach and also patience. I, I read that, and I, 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 I kind of want to t I kind of want to take this comma out and, and, and really like able to teach patience. Praise the Lord. So if you don't have patience, you can't teach it. We need. As a believer, you see, the, 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 the problem we have as believers is that the world is getting the better of us all the time. But we need to stand our ground and allow the word of God to transform us, to change us, mold us, shape us so that the 
qualities of a true Christian life that we don't have, we will be able to acquire them. Praise the Lord. Like I said last time, you're not a fool, you're not stupid not to answer back. You're just showing what is in you. It's the same, you know, it's the other way around. When you, you're, when you are giving a mouthful, you're just showing what is in you. Praise the Lord. But the servant of the Lord must not be quarrelsome. The servant of the Lord must not be quarrelsome. You show your true colors when you have a problem. Amen. But whatever that comes your way, exercise gentleness. Be, be gentle in every situation. What people don't realize is when you, when you get angry, all you do is you extend you prolong the situation getting better or you prolong you, uh, uh, the situation changing to what you want it to be. So, getting angry and being quarrelsome and standing on your ground and getting your own, you know, I'll give him as much as he gives me, it, it doesn't help you all it does is it shows, first of all, it shows the person that you truly are. And that's no good. And don't say, don't, 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 don't come back and say, I'm sorry. Well, you should say you're sorry, but, you know, you're better off not to say I'm sorry. Don't do the thing to say yours. Then you don't have to say, I'm sorry. Praise the Lord. Zip up. Get a, a padlock. And stick it on the mouth. Undo it when you're calm. Praise the Lord. Um, you, you know... To be gentle, um, gentleness is also to be gentle to all. The Bible says that, and then to be able to save the unsaved. Gentle to recover those caught in a, in, um, in a snare. If you're gentle, you'll be able to deliver those that have been caught in bad situations. Are you with me? And it says, don't be loud mouth, but also be, um, be rather soft-spoken. Don't be a brawler or a fighter. T 
Titus chapter 3. Gentleness is not somebody that is always throwing their fits, ready to fight at all times. That's not gentleness, but the Spirit of God expects us to produce the fruit of gentleness, which is not fighting. Titus 3, 1 through 2. Titus 3, 1 through 2. Remind them to be subject to rulers and authorities, to obey, to be ready for every good work, to speak evil to no one, to be peaceable, gentle, showing all humility to all men. Amen. Amen. We need to be gentle. Can you go back to one, please? Titus 3, verse 1. No. I'm just here. Remind them to be subject to rulers and authorities to obey, to be ready for every, every good works. Yeah? So we need to be ready for every good work as we obey authority. That's a big issue in the church. But the, God expects us not to be quarrelsome. Verse 2, he says, I'm look, looking at another translation, to speak ill of no one, to avoid quarreling. Not to insult anyone or fight. The 20th century New Testament Bible, that verse 2, the B says, to be forbearing and under all circumstances to, to show a gentle spirit. I read it again. To be forbearing and under all circumstances to show a gentle spirit in dealing with others, whoever they may be. To be forbearing and under all circumstances to show a gentle spirit. Under all circumstances, show a gentle spirit. Under all circumstances. That means that there is no circumstance that we should say, oh, that is too much. Ah, it's just, it's just gone off. It's, it's, it's gone over the mark. And therefore, I can also react. No. Show a gentle spirit in all situations. Is everyone hearing me? Are we going to have Christians that are walking in the fruit of the spirit? Gentleness. Praise the Lord. Christians that are walking in the fruit of the Spirit. That is walking in the Spirit. You see, also, they must be considerate and lose no opportunity of showing courtesy. They must be considerate 
If you are if you are walking in a gentle spirit, you're also considerate. Also considerate. Consider others. In every situation. You know, sometimes, sometimes we assume things, but if you will really check it out, you'll find your assumption was completely wrong. And we assume and we judge and we plan all that we are going to do or act and then we find that we're completely completely wrong I've learned to trust God in every situation I've learned to trust God whether it is good or whether it is bad you know you got to try, you you have to be you have to have an attitude that he's got your back are you with me do you know, you know the terms the young ones say oh Charlie don't worry i've got your back yeah i i am young so i can use the word i got your back it means that i'm i'm with you i'm i'm supporting you i'm going to stand with you i got your back well, you need to have confidence in God that he got your back. He's got your back. No matter what the situation is, he's got your back. Listen, when he sent Jesus to die for you, he, Jesus died for you permanently. Amen? When I say permanently, I mean he died for you, delivered you no matter what it is. No matter how bad you get, the blood of Jesus is able to, to, to set you free, to sanctify you, to restore you. There is nothing that Je the blood of Jesus cannot do. And therefore, you need to have that assurance in Christ that he, he's got your back. His plan for you is to do you what? Evil and not good. His plan for you is to do you good and not evil. If he's got your back, he's got your back. Are you with me? If he's got your back, he's got your back. If he's got your back, he's got your back. No matter what, he's not going to, you know, he's not going to give you over to the enemy. He delivered you in the first place. Come on now. Come on now. He delivered you in the first place. Why should he send his, his only begotten son, suffer such suffering, die for you, and then he says, he changes his mind, say, oh, I can't have him anymore. No. He died for you. He delivered you. He saved you. And so you need to be reassured. You need to have that assurance. That he's got your back. I'm saying all that to say, you know, I, 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 you know, I'm trusting God in every situation. 
whether it is good or it is bad. I'm trusting. Listen, no, no situation touches me. And that's the honest truth. No situation touches me. Savior just walked to me at the reception just now, you know, completely almost depressed. Well, we left the things in there. It's not that what we're going to do. We kind of pray the drums. Don't worry about it. Right? <laughs> but you was yeah, thank you. You, you was worried. You, you was worried. I said almost depressed. But I'm getting a point across. I'm get, you know, I, I said to him, don't worry about it. Why should that, what did I say? Don't lose your joy. Don't let that situation lose you, cause you to lose your joy. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about, don't worry about a thing. Everything is going to be all right. We sing the song, but then we walk out and then we are worried about everything that, my God. Don't worry about a thing. Because every little thing is going to be all right. You don't worry. Who sang that? Is it Bob Marley? Bob Marley, yeah, okay. Those were the days, man. I was just reminding my, myself, you know. Yeah, man. Everything is going to be all right. So, have that assurance, man. Be considerate and lose no opportunity to show courtesy with the world around you. Don't lose any opportunity to show courtesy. Let's look in James 3. Verse 17. James 3, verse 17. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Amen. Amen. You see, we're talking about being gentle. This is the characteristics of wisdom. Somebody that is walking in wisdom, first be pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield to the Spirit of God, full of mercy and good fruits. Without partiality, we're talking about wisdom and without hypocrisy. If you are walking in wisdom, you're bearing the fruit of the Spirit. But this is the characteristics of the fruit of the Spirit. Pure, peaceable, gentle. Pure, peaceable, gentle. Gentle. 
willing to yield to the Spirit, full of mercy, good fruits, good fruits. And then without uh, that partiality and hypocrisy. Church, we need to be gentle, but we need to be fair. We need to be gentle and we need to be fair. That's wisdom. We need to be fair. I say this all the time. If I make a decision and it's wrong, it will be a genuine mistake. One thing I can lift up my hands here and say and everywhere Every decision I take is never partial. I relate to everyone very different. But when I'm taking a decision, I really believe it's the right one. And that's why I'm taking that decision, not because of you know, so-and-so, not because I know so-and-so, not because I, um, my relationship with so-and-so, you know, I, I say those that are closer to me even gets the worst, the worst. In all our dealings, we need to be honest. We need to be honest. I really, I really believe, I really, really believe that's one of the reasons why we are still here today. No partiality. And it's very, very, very helpful. That when you sleep, you sleep. Praise the God. Praise the Lord. All right. Another, apart from gentleness, another one we want to talk about is goodness. One of the fruit of the spirit is goodness. It, goodness is a kind act towards others and good work and good works people see in you. Um, goodness is a kind act towards others and then the good works that people see in you. Let me say this. Being kind is a seed that you sow and it will reproduce. Amen? Be kind to one another, the Bible tells us. It is Important that as a believer, we show kindness, which is goodness. The manifestation of kindness are works of goodness. When there is a manifestation of kindness, it's because goodness has taken place. Are you with me? 
kindness open a door to good works. Kindness opens the door to good works. If you go to a place and you show kindness, good works is it returns back to you. Amen? If you show goodness, if you're good, you will receive back kindness. Amen? So the two go hand in hand. Um, 1 Thessalonians 2 verse 7. Um, I wanted to read a bit more on that. First Thessalonians 2. Verse 7? Yes. Read verse 7. We go back. First Thessalonians 2, verse 7. Through 9. To 9. But we were gentle among you, just as a nursing mother cherishes her own children, so affectionately longing for you, we, we were well pleased to impart you not only the, to the gospel of God, but also our own lives, because you had become dear to us. For you remember, brethren, our labor and toil, for laboring night and day, that we might not be a burden to any of you. We preach to you the gospel of God. Amen. Amen. Verse 7, it says, but we were gentle among you. Amen. We're talking about, you see, the manifestation of kindness opens the door for good works. Paul says, we were gentle among you. He's gone to Thessalonica, and they were gentle among the brethren, the people that they gathered together. They treat them fairly. If you read the account, it will tell you, Paul says, as an apostle, we were, we were in a position to demand from you things like our daily bread, but we didn't. We worked so that we will not be a burden unto you. They were being kind to the people. Are you with me? They were being kind to the people. And you see, can you read me from verse 3? First Thessalonians 2 from verse 3. For our exhortation did not come from error or uncleanliness, nor was it in deceit. But as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel, even so we speak, not as pleasing men, but God who tests our hearts. For neither at any time did we use flattering words as you know, nor a cloak of covertness. God is witness. Nor did we seek glory from men, neither from you or from others, when we might have made demands as apostles of Christ. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Verse 5, he says, For our gospel did not come to you in word, in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and in much assurance. And in much assurance, as you know, 
what kind of men we were among you for your sake. For you know what kind of men we were among we were among you for your sake. And as a result of Paul and his team, the way they conducted themselves among the brethren, they were able to draw them to Christ. Amen? They were good to them. The message of salvation that Brad Tundi was saying the other day is good news. Amen? The message, the gospel is good news. The gospel is the gospel of peace. Praise the Lord. It is the gospel of peace. It is presented to people in a peaceable manner. That is why, you know, um, the, the, the Muslims are having a hard day because the Christians are walking in peace. But I'm telling you that Christ is not a loser. Jesus never, never, never will lose. The devil may have his hair days, but there is a time, there is a list. There is a time I pointed that his list will run out. Praise the Lord. And God will be glorified. So, we need to be kind. It will open doors for us. Amen. Look, Philippians 2, verse 12 through 16. Philippians 2, con the, its contrast is what I'm, Philippians 2, 12 to 16. Philippians 2, 12 to 16. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you, both to will and to do for his good pleasure. Do all things without complaining and disputing, that you may become blameless and harmless, children of God without fault in the midst of crooked and perverse generation. Hold on. What, what verse are you? 15. 15. Okay. Let's pick up this. It says, do all things without amen there is a blessing in serving god there is a blessing in serving each other but we lose our blessing when we don't serve with a pure heart when we serve when we serve, listen, when we serve the pastor and not God, we lose our blessing. Whatever service we render, we should render it unto the Lord. And that is where 
murmuring and complaining ceases. Because when you are serving God, you don't murmur and complain to God. But when you are serving a man or a woman, it doesn't take long before they offend you. I've, told, I've shared with you what happened to me. You know, but if you're serving, if, if you're serving an individual... If you're serving a human being, because we have this fleshly nature, we're bound to make a mistake. And when we make a mistake, we are easily offended. Let us serve Jehovah God. If we are serving the Lord, see, man. I wish, I wish, I wish you can see what I'm seeing. See, it's, it's neither here or there. It's not success or not, so, you know, unsuccess. It, all of that doesn't matter. What matters is I know God. I'm walking with God. I'm going to go with God. It doesn't matter what happens to me. My life, don't, I don't care about it anymore. I don't care about life anymore. All I care about to do the will of God. And listen, you might be young and I'm, 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 I'm of age and you might say, well, you know. But listen, if you will take that attitude, God will not let you down. Before you know it, everything that you have need of, he will provide. He will provide. Praise the Lord. Finish off your reading. 15. From 15. In the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast to the word of life, so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain or labored in vain. Amen. Amen. Kindness. What scripture did you read? Uh, Philippians. Yeah. Memorying stop light from shining. Um, it causes good works to cease. Memorying and complain will stop the light from shining in your life. And it causes good works to cease. If you get your head down and you do what you're supposed to do for God, with God, God will make you shine. God will make you shine. Praise the Lord. Titus chapter 3. Verse 3. Titus 3, verse 3. Through 5. Through 5. Through 8. Through 8. Mm -hmm. 
For we ourselves were once also foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving various lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. But when the kindness and the love of God, our Savior, toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us through the washing of a regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior, that having been justified by his grace, we should become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. This is a faithful saying, and these things I want you to affirm constantly, that those who have believed in God should be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable to men. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, kindness appeared and revival took place. When the goodness of God entices the scripture we had just read, when the goodness of God appeared unto men, there was a transformation of life. Amen? And the whole place was transformed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Church, I hope we are not doing these sessions in vain. I hope you are taking in and making adjustment in your life that you are determined to walk in the spirit and produce these fruits. Amen? Produce the fruit of kindness, gentleness, goodness. Produce these fruits in your own life that you will that you are able to affect those that are around you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. See, Christianity is not only in power, as in anointing and, you know, lay hands on the sick and they recover. That's not all that there is to. There's also conduct, lifestyle. That people see you and they see the conduct in you. They hear you speak and they hear the tone of your voice and they know you know God. That the Holy Spirit dwells in you. Soft, soft words. Proverbs says that it diffuses situations. Gentle, we should be. Praise the Lord. Thank you for listening. Join us for our weekly Sunday service at 10.30 a.m. at 336 Brixton Road. We hope you were blessed.